Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 124. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm a geek, geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Gerenthal, Jabberwocky, jo- Jehoshaphat, Tetris. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the quarantine <laughs> episode. Comic Book Junto quarantine. Yeah. Welcome. Uh-huh. You, you had those saved up. You've you've been saving up for uh, stacking them up for a minute. Is it like nine or ten weeks? We've been in uh, isolation. You've been saving right. them up that whole time. That's right. That's great. What was the first one that you said? Je- uh, Jer- uh, Jeremiah was know. a bullfrog. <laughs> this yeah. happened less than sixty seconds ago. Jehoshaphat. And I definitely want to use Jehoshaphat because I've always thought that Jehoshaphat just sounds funny. I like Jehoshaphat. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. It's nice to see you again. How are you? Hey, I'm good, man. Yeah, I- I'm out here. Uh, living, surviving. That's right. We, what about you, man? Um, same, mostly. Out here, mostly, except for in here, entirely. <laughs> right, right. Um, out here, but in here. That's not, right. Actually, not out here. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. Uh, you know, it's like every day, is, every day is a little bit different. Some days are real good, comparatively, and other days are uh, difficult. Uh, yeah. So I figured, I don't know, maybe we could just discuss some of the things that make bad days good and uh what makes those good days good that sort of thing and um yeah, hanging in there you know i somebody somebody used this phrase recently that i, I appreciated i am a, annoyed but employed and that's better than a lot mm. of people i know um, come on that's a that's a word right there yeah so it's a word that's where i'm at uh-huh. that's i mean listen man that's that's better off than a lot of people it, agreed absolutely it's a, 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 a Frankly, I'm coming from like this is where I'm always coming from a place of privilege. I'm coming. From, <laughs> this is this is where I'm always coming from. That's right. That's why they call not me. Not once have I not been coming from there. That's they call right. Me young privilege. It's your boy Adam. A place of privilege. Tetris. Yeah, that's that's oh, true. Man. I'm I'm in a privileged position. I, I have a community that is uh, uh, still still working, thriving. Uh, I'm I'm very fortunate to be a part of. I, I have work. I have friends. I have my health. I have you now, so things are okay. Yeah. All things considered. But, you know, everything else outside of these walls, shit show, shit circus. It's bad. <laughs> yes. There's a, lot, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, Internet. We talked a little bit, Adam and I, before we recorded today, and we were kind of honestly vacillating. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to Google that word if you don't know what that word means. I would say that's even generous <laughs> to say that we were vacillating because <laughs> it was more like this. Do you want to do an episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were going back and forth about doing an episode about if we should or why or what we have to talk about or do we even feel like it and what our relationship is with pop culture and geek culture and all that kind of stuff yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And I think what we ultimately concluded I'd love Adam to weigh in on this internet is that that is what comic book Junto is about. That's what it's about. It's about talking about our lives and our perspectives and our worldview and the way we see things in light of geek culture and pop culture. True. It's not just talking about comic books. It's not just talking about, you know, moral combat, Mm -hmm. even though moral combat is cool. 
It's cool. They yeah. got they got RoboCop on there. They trying to get my money out of my pocket. <laughs> Wait, what? RoboCop is now on the new Mortal Kombat. Oh, you can play uh, as Mortal DLC. Oh, see, that's Mortal Kombat got smart over the. I don't know when they started doing this, but over the past few installments, they were adding like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are in. Uh, that almost got me. That was. I was like, they're not hey, in man. Mortal Kombat, but you know, the the same developer they made the uh, what the hell was the name of the game? Um, Injustice. Injustice. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Because yeah. you wouldn't put TMNT in the game where you can pull each other's spines out. But they they fit in Injustice. I get it. So I, <laughs> what I'm getting at is uh, that that developer, they, they, they're they on to something. You put these characters in that I love, and I will play that game, even though I'm terrible. I, myself, Adam Jehoshaphat Teteris, horrible <laughs> at fighting games, and Mortal Kombat specifically, so bad at it. I always feel like it's kind of wooden. It's kind of stiff. This is not the conversation we were intending to have. No, go for it. This is it. This, I, this is what, this is how we get here. I always enjoyed. I always enjoyed uh, uh, fighting games that felt more fluid, like the Soul Calibur. And, okay, I see. And Dead or Alive. I felt like they moved more fluidly. That's probably mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm not good at them. But even if I'm not good, it still looks like I'm good. So the animation takes a lot it's a lot more overlapping yes a a lot more the arcs are a lot bigger so when they go to do something it's like and contact yeah yeah and contact instead of pop 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 right whereas in you have to press a button for every pop yeah where in in mortal Kombat, you know doing moves and combos and fatalities if you don't do it right you look like your character's having a little spat you know (laughs) he's like kind of inching toward you exactly right like why is this dude always crash down down and kick down and up, down, half circle. Right, right, right. Down, oh, and the guy's just like... But at least in, in Dead or Alive, Radiant like wins. no matter what I do, I will always do a backflip, and I'll still be like, meant to do that. <laughs> Definitely meant to do that. Look how, look, yeah, just just little flourish for y'all real quick. Right. Yeah. Let y'all know what time it is. I still got energy. That's where I'm at with fighting games, so that's... I, I, I feel like I haven't played a fighting game against a real human being in a long time. Uh, certainly not online. When they added online to uh, multiplayer fighting games... Game mm-hmm. over. My 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 career in fighting games is over. I don't want to play against a stranger who beat my we ass. We played against strangers in arcades all the time. What are you talking about? But they were standing there. You know, they weren't going to like. Uh, you put your quarter up, Adam. You put your quarter up before. Yeah, I've put my quarter up, but it's different because you're, you're 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 side by side, and so that person's not going to like you know. Oh, drop! <laughs> call you a racial slur <laughs> for fear that you will knock their front teeth out in response. Yeah, oh, that, my rebuttal is violence. That's right. That's right. That's what I was afraid of is knocking their teeth out uh, while I was in the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. What What was your fighting game of choice? Was it Mortal Kombat? Oh, man. Mortal Kombat for sure. And was it a specific Mortal Kombat? I mean, that's just what I grew up on. I just I was better at Mortal Kombat than I was at Street Fighter. I remember when they were like they had sheets of paper with like the moves on them oh yeah and people were selling the moves mm-hmm. did did that happen where you were where they were selling the sheets of paper with the codes on it i don't think i've seen some what outside on the street like in the mid accurate. In the median accurate the same guy who's in the middle of broad street selling soft pretzels is also selling sonia blades fatality that's right that was me <laughs> i actually listen let me tell you let me tell you what happened i got a Cut hold pretzel. of the codes <laughs> Fatalities here. Fate, uh, hey, animalities over here. Babalities as well. Friendship, Friendship also. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> no, I got a hold of the codes from somebody at school. And I was like, the guy was like, yeah, you know, I'm like, you got all the Mortal Kombat moves? Give them to me. And he's like, nah, I'll sell them to you. 
And wow. I, in my mind, I'm like, enterprising. Well, if I'm going to buy them from you, I'm just going to buy them, make copies, and sell them to somebody else. Indeed. So that's exactly what I did. Well, you did the same thing with candy. That's why they call you, you know, candy candy. candy. <laughs> that's correct. That is, that is you correct. You were always trying to find your, your slice. Hey, man, I need a piece of this. <laughs> I, need a, I need a piece. That's okay. Right. That's really funny. No, I, I don't think I ever bought coats. That, that the person that you are describing in my high school was selling tapes of Japanese Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> probably, ah. you know, probably the same dude, the same idea. But uh, instead of selling coats at Mortal Kombat, or he was selling codes to to get uh, Lara Croft naked in Tomb Raider Two. <laughs> Wait, and, this is a thing? Uh, no, but I, I bought those codes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not real though. <laughs> I was like, I find it hard to believe it's not real that the uh, developers uh, unless, built that in. Unless I you every never single time unlock I, that part, yeah, I would complain to the you'd complain to this kid and you'd be like, it's not real. That's not a real. Th and there's no internet for me to look it up on. And he was like, yeah, it is real. You're just not doing it right. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh! Dang. If you see that guy today. You're like, you lied to me. He's like, listen, on Reddit, Dave, I'll show you a link. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now he can. I'll sell you the proper link on Reddit. Listen, I'll sell man, you I'll... the link to the DeviantArt page where I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. So now that we're way off topic, but still Way on off. Topic, yeah. What we wanted to kind of get into is in light of this pandemic, in light of COVID-19, the Rona, <laughs> as, as it is known as, as in the streets, mm -hmm. What is our relationship with geek culture, pop culture, media? How you even, you know, what role does that play yeah. right now? I know for me, um, it's interesting because I find that my love of those things mm -hmm. is fueling what I'm doing right now, which is animation, 3D character animation. Mm. So it's like the history and the past and all the time that I've spent investing in those things, like they're all fueling me learning this craft right now. Yeah. So that's played a large part of what's going on for me outside of just consuming stuff as like a break. You know what I mean? Like a, a, a restful time, like sitting down, even though I don't necessarily know how it's going to be. It's not my favorite movie, but listen, man, when there's a new movie that comes out and mm -hmm. if it's Scoob, I'm ready to watch it. Yeah, have you seen, you Scoob? know what I'm saying? I have not seen Scoob yet, okay. but you know what I mean? Like, sure. It's it plays a part in just giving me like that rest. Gotcha. That release, that relief. You know, yeah. Streets of Rage Four. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's downtime for me. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I guess in in some <laughs> ways, we don't really have the ability to be as discerning when it comes to the stuff that we we go and seek. That's because, interesting because you know you you can't just decide whether or not you're going to go to a movie theater. Movie theaters closed, so you, you don't have the option. And when something drops on Netflix or a streaming service, well, you're at home. So, I mean, yeah, why not? Put it on to kill time because days just sort of blend together. So why not? You just put it on. And, it, and, and in some respects, I, that makes a lot of sense to me. I've watched a lot of stuff that I probably would not have chosen to watch otherwise. True that. Although at the same time, I find that uh, the passion that you have for pop culture and, and the things that you're enjoying right now and, and, and they're fueling your, your uh, work ethic and inspiring your animation. I don't have that right now. And I, my, my love for pop culture and geek culture and geek culture news is like very diminished. So I've been very selective about the things that I've, I've uh, participated in. Some of them, I think I'm just bathing in this stuff and not even thinking about it critically. 
And that's, mm. that's a big difference. Usually I enjoy this and I want to talk to you about it or I want to sh- speak with someone about it. But for the most part, with, with one big exception, for the most part, that hasn't really been my world lately. I haven't really been engaging in that world. And every time I get it, I see a tweet in my timeline. It's like, Robert Pattinson has these plans <laughs> to play as Batman. I'm like, shut the hell up. I don't, this is not on my radar right now. It's not on my radar because I'm in a you different don't care. I'm in a different mode. You know You don't care that Robert Pattinson's trailer left him a a, a, a Bosu ball and a dumbbell uh-huh. and said, Please, please, for the love of Gotham, Robert, uh-huh. work out. And Robert Pattinson says I won't do it. <laughs> well, I think I, this is the contradictory thing. On any occasion, I think this would be an interesting thing for me to read about and then talk about. Does that make sense? Why is he doing this? You know, so on and so on. Does, does he not like reference, you know, some of the original Batman movies? Like Adam West didn't, you know, hit hit the gym and stuff like that. And I okay, that's an interesting conversation. Right now, in in these past like two months plus, in the Rona, I don't care. I'm I'm like uh, I gotta I gotta focus on my sanity and I don't know where I'm getting it, but it's not from here right now. Mm, that's interesting. Where are you getting it? See, it how there, are you? How are you uh, processing? There there are a couple of things that have been helping me. Some of them are uh, predictable and others are are new and interesting. For one thing, every day at 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. I'm on uh, a video call with some people from Indie Hall in my community. So I just have like some regularly scheduled social contact with some people, usually just the one at, at 10, 10 a.m. to spend some time, wake up in the morning as though we're all in the same room. Yo, what's up? How are you? And chat. That's nice. I've been listening to the radio, which I'm like, what are you talking about? Have what is not, that? you know what it what's is? A radio? What, the, do you, what, do you, what do you mean? This is what a quarantine radio with Tory Lanez. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. I haven't, I have not You've been, been on demon time. Adam? I, have, I have not been on demon time. Uh, but that did remind me. That did remind me that we have to talk about Travis Scott's concert in Fortnite at some point. Hey, because hey, some entertainment is coming from surprising places. I've been listening to the radio. I've been listening to uh, XPN in Philadelphia and WRTI. It's, they play jazz. I find there's there's something You've about been listening to WJJZ one hundred six point one. WRTI is my John. <laughs> it's and it's really good. And it's it, the thing is the the thing that I've noticed that has been pointed out to me is there's a human being somewhere who's selecting this music for me. And then once in a while they pop on and they talk about what's happening. And that's like that's right. really helping me through isolation. I usually have finely curated playlists where I listen to Spotify's playlists, and those are great. But at the same time, I'm like, I need signs of life, you know? I, ne- I need to know there are other people because I can't just step outside and go see them. So I'll take it right. where I can get it, I guess. WRTI, man. But mm. I did watch that Travis Scott concert in Fortnite, and that shit was incredible to me. I was embarrassed, hey. in fact. I was like, I don't like Fortnite. We're not going to like Fortnite. This is not a thing for me. I, and I thought it was awesome. It was like one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time in a video game. I wished... That I was a Fortnite player at me, that time. Yeah, me too. I, I, I watched it on my phone. Yeah, you know, I was like, "Oh, okay, this should be interesting." Man, when I was going on, and like I was, I, I was on Twitch, and I and I heard people going, "Ah, this is crazy!" You know, I was like, "Yo, that looks like so much fun." Because yeah. every moment, you gotta imagine, people will spend a large chunks of their life in Fortnite. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. hours at a time, uh-huh. they're playing Fortnite. And then a gigantic Travis Scott steps on the scene. 
I've just never, I've never seen anything like that where he like flies in and he was huge. And then every time he, uh, the, the song would change, the physics of the, of the game would change. It'd be yes. like falling or underwater, like fly. Yes. I was like, I was imagining, I don't know if it's fun to make Fortnite. I'm not sure if it's fun to be a developer at Epic. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, maybe it's balanced, but I right. imagine that was probably cool as hell to create, right? Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. was cool. Never seen anything like that. And then I was like, what a dork I am. I'm in my 30s. And I was like, have you seen this concert in Fortnite? They- totally fine with me. <laughs> so Have fun ridiculous. you can find fun, man. Nothing wrong with that. I liked it. I thought it was cool as hell. I want to see more of that, actually. What have you been doing with your downtime, free time? Because, I mean, I'll tell you for me, mm. I'm movies very much. Mm-hmm. The actual experience of going to the movies and sure you can watch things at home you can watch stuff on you know youtube or on demand but you know just the stuff like going out to a restaurant and getting something to eat oh yeah or going to the movies or going to the comic book store you know like those regular things i take a lot of that stuff for granted yeah you know mm-hmm. so what do you with all the time that you would normally be doing that what are you feeling that with well I, that's a good question I mean, this is one thing. Uh, I have to make deliberate time to get together to speak with people, to friends. The thing that I think I've I've really been taking for granted that I miss the most is random shit, serendipity. Because now you want to get on a phone call or you want to get in a meeting. Everybody makes plans. You compare your calendar. And it's not like atypical for that to be in normal life before the quarantine. But, you know, you walk down the hallway and you bump into someone. Where you walk outside and you see somebody you recognize, or you see something interesting you, that just right, makes right. you stop. Or you get a text from someone you haven't heard from in a little while, and it just turns into a conversation. And it's like, oh, they, nobody yeah. planned that. It, it feels like that is rare. That is a commodity now. So I've been, uh, I've been trying to spend time doing some, some things, social things with friends of mine. We'll play. Right now we're playing Red Dead Redemption 2 online. Really? So we'll get together. On Xbox? Yeah, on the Xbox, on Xbox Live. And uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is fun because it's, it's big. You can do a lot of different things. At its worst, it's just a big chat room. You know, we're just walking around, riding horses, and talking. And at its, you know, it's fun. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Right. Because a large part of Red Dead Redemption 2 is there are no cell phones. There is no TV. Yeah. If you want to go somewhere, you have to ride a horse yeah. over a long period of time. It takes a long time. Or get on a train and something like that. And it's not literal real. Is it literally real time? It can't it's, be literally real time. No. Although, the, you know, the game that's out right now that I've also been playing that is real time is Animal Crossing. So that's, that's the other like, social switch, unfortunately. Yeah. Still. I know. We got to, we need to get you, uh, listeners, if you're listening to this right now, people are suffering. Octavius is suffering. All right. <laughs> there are people in this world. Who are, are suffering, they need your help. We need a Nintendo Switch over here stat. You need, you need to visit my island, uh, which is named I, Pandora after the planet from the movie Avatar. Of, cor- of course it is. Do you see what of I tweeted course. earlier today? No, what did you tweet? You can like create a custom flag in... Uh, uh, let me see if I can show you this. You can create really? a custom flag in the game. And I found a, a tool on the internet so I can like upload an image. Come so on, the man. flag, <laughs> this you just ridiculous. Desc- that's me with the little captain's <laughs> Look hat. Look at you. you. Can you just describe what you see? Uh, it is Zoe's, uh, it, was, it is uh, Gamora. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's Avatar's Gamora. That's right. This year, right. so I found a tool where you can just upload images and make. Yeah, of course uh, you did. Animal Crossing is is where it's at. I've been doing that because it's very social. Again, at its worst, it's a chat room. At its best, Animal Crossing came at a really interesting time because no one can go outside. But what that game? What's the di- sa- what is the what is the like? Break Animal Crossing down for me. I have oh. no opinion over it. Okay. It just vis- visually looks like something that I would not be interested in. Yeah, right. Just the way it looks. It looks chibi. It looks like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, little like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Like, that's what it looks <laughs> like to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, it is. I'm cool on that. It is. It's that's the, but visually, but I know nothing of the actual. It's game. the Nintendo version of that. It's, it's a long running series that I never played until right now. And this new one is called Animal Crossing New Horizons. It came out right when the quarantine. Animal Crossing Dawn of Justice? The, yeah, Animal Crossing Dawn of Justice. Uh, I wanted them to release the Snyder Cut. I would love to see that. Uh, it's not, it's, I mean, HBO Max is coming pretty soon. Why? Is that so, going to have the Snyder Cut? I mean, I, that's the word on the street, on, on the uh, geek culture streets today. Gang. No. Give it up. It's not going to happen, Adam. <laughs> He's not giving it up <laughs> until he doesn't get any more retweets or likes. I saw the other day, uh, Mother's Day was was recently. It was like a week ago, two right. weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, people online were celebrate, celebrating Martha's Day. Happy Martha's Day. Oh, what? Yeah, like that was the day Martha's? where you can, you can end all Why did conflicts. you say that name? Yeah. Happy Martha's Day. Why did day. you say that name? I didn't celebrate. I don't observe Martha's Day personally. That is funny yeah uh back to animal crossing animal crossing is similar to sims where you okay. uh, you have a little character and they do mostly mundane tasks and speak to their neighbors and build a house and decorate it and uh that kind of thing um in the context of animal crossing because it's designed by nintendo it is very accessible very simple to learn quickly it is very joyful the whole everything is just coded in this is supposed to be blissful it's like mm-hmm. a kind of meditative you can go go around and uh, uh, plant flowers and then redecorate where they are and uh, help your neighbors make furniture for their home and they'll teach you something. And it's very, very happy and pleasant. Okay. But at its core, what it's ultimately doing is, you know, it's like you play as a little character that gets to go outside and talk to people. And right now we can't do that. Ah, uh, okay. And so I see. There's the, I think there's a community that absolutely already exists a fandom for that game but now more than ever it's like oh shit i need that i need the the feeling of being productive building yeah. something changing yeah. something and then being social so animal crossing has been uh cool for that it's been really nice it's kind of meditative in that way but the the yes. big thing that i've been spending time on more than anything else was final fantasy 7 remake so i guess did you finish did you complete this i i completed this i feel like the thing that has been spending i've been spending time with you have movies but for me right now it has been video game experiences that's been the one i have gotten more into video games have you there's there's i mean streets of rage 4 which is a very like retro old school but it it, it, call, it called me. It's like, you mean I just mash buttons and beat people up? Right. Yes. Yep. Did you I'm finish it? There. I did. I'm on my second time around right now. Ooh, I need, I need to get it on the PlayStation so we can play together. Please. That's the thing. Please. Internet, if you guys want to play Streets of Rage 4 with me, please hit me up. That would be um, awesome. I think, my, I think my gamer tag is Krakum. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I need to make one for PlayStation. I don't, I don't think I have a PlayStation network, so that's what I got to get. Yeah. Streets of Rage 4 has been 
you know, it's so interesting. You're like, it's uh, Animal Crossing. It's blissful. It's fun. It's, you know, it's light. All you do is just help people and go outside. In a lot of ways, Streets of Rage is calming for me yeah. because I don't have to think about anything yeah. other than punching the guy in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a fun, it's a funny concept, but literally you just go from stage to stage, board to board, punch people, put them in a headlock, jump over them, and then suplex them. And right. then go to the next person. And you just kick, o- kick over a trash can and pick up a full roast turkey. You know. Accurate. Yeah. Apples, mm-hmm. you know. Slices of pizza, bags of cash, suitcases <laughs> of cash. In, in all seriousness, my review of Streets Rage 4 is it is such a comic book. It's a bad 80s movie. It's just like, we're here to clean up the streets. Right. What? Clean up the streets? I'm here to destroy the city. Not while I'm alive. Well, right. I guess we'll have to fix that and then fight. And then when the game ended... Am I spoiling it? No, but I mean, for me, it's fine. But if you don't want well, Streets the, of Rage 4 spoiled, I don't think I play for the story. I play for the music. Right. The, the I guess gameplay. that's part, part of why I don't mind like talking about it, because there's no story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if someone's like, so what happens in the, in the game? You just, you just literally fight people until there's no one left to fight. Yeah. Because when the game ends, it just ends. Yeah. It's just, it's just credits. Well, it's like those it doesn't even school- announce its ending. It doesn't even say like, oh, man, you have defeated so-and-so. Yeah. It's just like if you didn't, if the credits didn't roll, you'd you be expecting know. another level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's like well, old school games like that, like uh, Golden Axe and uh, yeah. Final yep. Fight, and yep. where it would just be like, what the hell was the one where the very end of the game was like you save the president's daughter and then the president says like hey dudes let's go get pizza is it bad dudes bad dudes are you a bad oh. enough dude to save the president's <laughs> daughter yeah that's right and it's I like had the, bad dudes yeah the very end of the game like hey dudes burgers on me and like, that's it game okay i miss that they, you know to yeah the, man the that's bliss, what i'm saying that's the, why it's like the bliss that i get from me. animal crossing is is it's not dissimilar from this it's a simplicity it's accessible yeah your yeah. brain just kind of goes to a place that's warm which is childhood like this is where mm-hmm. it was this is what it was yeah. i played the hell out of streets of rage with my brother it was it was a big game for us we played a lot of that so when streets of rage 4 came out i immediately took a photo of my tv with it uh, with it on the screen and i sent it to my brother and um i wish yeah. he and i could play it <clears throat> but you know he's like you he's he's a dad he's got things going on he's busy right now it's it's hard to find the time speaking of being a dad yeah how's that I, one i got my kid to play streets of rage with me hey who she play as was she blaze just 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 no i think it's cherry cherry yeah yeah the girl with the the black woman with the black girl with the guitar yeah new character and she's awesome yeah and she's just smashing buttons and she's like, I need a break. And I said, okay. <laughs> Wait, she says, I need a break from playing the game? She just, it's, you know how kids are. They just like have their little sayings. Yeah. It's just the thing they're on right now. She's like, I need a break. Yeah. And then she gets up and goes away. She comes back. She goes, can I play? I'm like, absolutely. That is funny. I got my wife to play Streets of Rage with, Rage with me. Yeah, which that's is, awesome. Which is a like feat. Yeah. That's fantastic. But, yeah. I've been, I've been in the same boat, been looking for a video game that uh, Timory and I can play together. We played one game together and it was excellent, but we haven't we haven't played one since then. The game that we played together, you would appreciate this too. Uh, it was called Until Dawn. 
and Until Dawn is on the PlayStation, and it is like uh, basically playing a horror movie where you decide who lives and dies. Interesting. So you can control the character and do you know uh, some action-oriented things, but it's not too wild. But for the most part, you have these decisions that you have to make. And depending on, do you go left or do you go right? Do you run or do you hide? Then you know those characters live or die based on your decisions. So you can play the entire game and have it play out one way and then immediately restart and have it play out a completely different story. Is this tell, Telltale? Not Telltale, although it is similar in, I, I think, in uh, style or presentation, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. not Telltale. Uh, I can't remember the name of the company. Rami Malek is one of the stars of the game. Oh, okay. Uh, which is really oh, interesting. Oh, uh, is, is that... Oh, I'm thinking about that that scripted uh, podcast. Mm. Maybe that's maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah. I, either way, Until Dawn is awesome. I, I I do highly recommend it. And Timory and I had a we got a lot out of that one. And we played it one time, and then we figured we would go back and try it again and see how quickly we could kill off all the teenagers on vacation. Just see see what you can do with all of those wow. decisions. You know. It's Speaking cool. of video games, the next big game that's coming out is The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, it comes out uh, in June, Next right? Month. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling about that? Are you, with with everything going on, are you feeling up to and able to able to play Last of Us? That's a two? great question. Honestly, when this whole thing started, probably no. When when we first started isolating and people weren't going out, and you're reading news about people dying, and it's you know infectious disease weighing in, the CDC sends you text messages. You know, no, <laughs> probably not. Probably Literally not. like, is this The Walking Dead? Right. Dawn of the Dead? But that being said, you and I have both played the original game. Dawn of game. Justice? The, the original game is very good, and uh, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited about it. The one thing that I'm nervous about, though, is I've read somewhere that the creative director, I can't remember his name, the creative director of The Last of Us says, Neil Druckmann, he says, the first game was about love, and the second mm-hmm. game is about hate. And I'm like, oh no! Because <laughs> you remember the first game. If that game yeah. was about love, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> I caved yeah. a man's skull in with a brick, and then I Did like that. I had to go and tell his his widowed wife that I killed him, and then yeah. she, and then I had to attend the funeral, and then I had to write a letter to their kid. It was like every NPC you killed had a family, and mm-hmm. it was hard. It was a tough game for that. And if that game was about love, and this one's about the opposite. Yikes. You gonna play it? Yeah, of course. I have to. <laughs> of course. I have to. Are you? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100, 100%. I'm very excited about it. Very excited about it. Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima is coming out as well. Yeah. I watched that uh, gameplay video. Did you see that? I did. I'm, I'm excited to play a samurai slash ronin mm-hmm. you know and have samurai duels did you see if they actually have like the black and white yeah. old samurai movie version like uh uh the filter theme. on top with yeah. the like scratchiness of the of the film. so it looks like an old samurai it looks like a uh, shogun assassin the thing that the thing that convinced me while i was watching that uh, uh gameplay demo it was like 18 minutes and i was in t- into it it looked good but the thing that convinced me is when he says uh you know the, the developer says and we added a japanese voice track so you can yep. it makes it feel yep. like you were playing a samurai movie i'm like oh yep. that's it that is absolutely it. that sold you yeah 
wearing the different costumes and all that kind of stuff, the wind letting you know where to go, didn't mm-hmm. do it for you. You mean I can watch this with subtitles like an old anime? <laughs> well, you know, it, it, honestly, this I'm is in. what it is. It, 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 turn, on, turn on that comic book Junto brain. The whole okay. time I'm watching this video... It's all, thinking, by the way, it's always on, Adam. I I'm, can't turn I'm, it off. <laughs> mine, mine hasn't been on for like the past 10 weeks. Uh, the whole time I was watching, I was thinking, this is impressive. But this group of uh, not Japanese oh. people have made... Um, this Japanese experience. And I'm like, yeah, there's something kind of inauthentic about this. I, I don't know. I did think that. I did think that. Yeah. Honestly. I, but I was kind of like, well, but to be, to be hundred percent honest with you. Yeah. When I was watching and I was like, yeah, uh, did, did they, how do they know? You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. You wonder like, what, how do you know what this looks like or how, how the, this group of people behave? And, right. Yeah. How do you even know this is authentic? And how do you know this is on point? You know? I think the reason who did they consult and all that kind of stuff. I think the reason it was on my mind is I I played all of Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is a very Japanese game. And uh, after I finished it, I found out that you can play the game with Japanese voiceovers, which is, ah. you know, how the script was written, how it was if you want to go there, intended mm-hmm. to be played. Um, right. It's a phenomenal game in English, a bit like no disrespect at all. Uh, but when I finished the game, I thought that reminded me a lot of a game called Yakuza. And I love the Yakuza games. And those games Isn't are that like very Japanese. Mafia, but with Japanese people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Yakuza is like, a, you know, the, the Japanese mafia. And, and mm-hmm. that series is very Japanese. Everything is very Japanese. The humor, the dialogue, everything. It's very good. So this has been on my mind. And then when I saw Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, ah, these samurais are riding up and they look legit. But then they're like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. know. That was it. You just reminded me. There's a part where, you know, the character Tommy calls for his horse riding along on a horse and he's just galloping. And then it's so visually not America, you know, so Mm -hmm. visually not English speaking, just so, you know. Looks like a samurai movie. Yeah. And then he's like, hey there. Like he says something and like, and I was like, Ugh, yeah, that's weird. And it wasn't like, oh, this is like a cultural appropriation. It just was like, dissonant. Aste- it's dissonant. It, 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 it yanked me out of right. what I was watching and I was going, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Why would he be speaking English? Right, Why would he exactly. be speaking English to everybody? But it, it went away really quickly because I was like video games, whatever. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, well, that's why I say, you know, I was really into it. And then it was the moment when the developer says, also, there's a Japanese voice track. I thought, got me. You got me. Because now I feel like I have an understanding of your respect and appreciation for what you're working with here. That you went to all that trouble to record all of that in Japanese to make it a more authentic experience. Cool. Good. So you're going to do the Japanese version? Yeah, I think I will. I, I, I want to experience so that because it, it'll make it feel like a samurai movie. And I'm just stoked for that. I want I want that experience. Definitely. I don't know if I want to do the samurai no, uh, I don't theme. Want I want the colors. Yeah, I, I want to see I the colors see all as that. well. I'm, I'll probably use that theme because they have a photo mode and everything. I'll, I'll use that. That looked that. dope. Yeah, photo mode in, in games is cool. Spider-Man had that. That was real good. Yes. I'm still playing Spider-Man to this day, by the way. Are you really? Yeah, I just go swing around the city. It's so fun. Yeah, it, that is that is actually relaxing. Yeah. You just jump up on top of a building, swing around, mm-hmm. zip through, 
save somebody from a, a car accident, going about your business. Combat is so much fun too, because even that you'd get into a rhythm. So it's it's just really easy to get into and out of and be done. Yeah, that was really good. I didn't play the DLC for that, so I might have to go dip back in for that. It's worth it, man. If, especially if you you know you feel like you want something new. Yeah, like that'll give you another another version of Spider Man mm-hmm. that you haven't had. But it's the familiarity of not having to learn a whole new game. Sure. Yeah. Now, so I have. I'm go ahead. What are you gonna well, say? I was going to ask you. Do, it, have you had any interest at all in Final Fantasy VII remake? Have you even given that a look? Because of you. That's it. That's it. Gotcha. <clears throat> because it's so. Remember, you know, we talked about this. This is so like I miss this. Yeah. I miss the whole movement of this. Right. So I just feel like I'm out of the loop. You know, it's like somebody coming in an end game mm-hmm. and just being like, you got to see this. And you're like the excitement is just so high. It, I think that's what it is. It's like I feel out of place mm-hmm. because my excitement is nowhere close to anyone else's. Yeah, so I it know, almost feels like it's not for me yeah. because it's one thing if someone was like, hey, man, you should check out this game. It's pretty good. Mm hmm. It's nothing. If you're like, I've been waiting this my entire life. I'm like, well, this isn't for me, obviously, because I don't yeah. even know. And this is the seventh one. It's like, dude, I'm not. It's going to be hard for me to step in at number seven. And you've been waiting your whole life for this. That's and it's, a lot. it's funny that you say that because in, in all corners of my life, you know, I want media to be open and accessible to new fans for people to be rewarded by new experiences. And in most occasions, I would say, oh, they just, they revisited this experience that was important to me when I was a kid. First time I played FF7, I was 11. And it became the reason why I loved video games. It, it like actually charted the course of my life in that oh, wow. direction. So this game is very personally important to me and lots of people. I'm not the only one. Uh, and in most cases, I would say, remake they've revisited it it's beautiful it's hot again you should check it out but in this Mm -hmm. case everything you just described that's not just a feeling that's real and this game is for people who really love ff7 and there's a there's so much of it that's gated behind knowledge and previous experience that playing it if you don't have that that love already might not even be rewarding i don't even know Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's not. And as it turns out, the entire game with, I won't spoil anything, but the entire game that the conflict for me as someone who loves that property so much is, are they going to do it justice? Are they aware of what they're uh, tampering with? And uh, you know what? It wasn't even worth, was the juice worth the squeeze? Because it's me with Ninja Turtles. Yeah. You better get it right. Right. Exactly. And, and in this case, that of, was, ooh, ninja, new, ooh, something new. Let me just consume it. Right. It right. Is. Exactly. And this is, it's, it's very precious and you want it to, to, to do it right in the right way. Like, uh, you know, the Watchmen TV series. Yeah. Um, ah, yeah. In a similar yeah. way. So in, that's in, a really good reference. If it's like that, then I can imagine it's like that. But instead of having this big message about the world at large or some philosophy, the whole game, as it turns out, which was a surprise to me, was about my nostalgia. And, you know, Mm. near the end of the game, it switches gears and I won't even get into it, but it switches gears. And so suddenly the things that I'm expecting and remember from the original experience are not happening the same. And Mm. it is making it is spinning a story about my memories of this game. And it's very interesting. It is like the most exciting video game I have played in years, maybe a decade. Wow. And uh, the the weird thing about it is I can only talk to people who 
have that same longevity, you know? Right. Because, you know, bring it up to somebody who doesn't give a shit or is just getting to it at, at, for the first time. I don't know. It's different. It's very different. But that, that has been really driving a lot of my social interactions with friends about geek culture. I've had uh, two, three, I mean, maybe like four online video chats with friends where we just dissect every part of that game, like a book club. Mm. And it's been very cool. That's cool, book club for games. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, you play this game, you complete it, and then talk about it. Yeah, that's what I've been doing uh, with FF7 Remake. And it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm really excited. And we're going to have a lot of time to kill because the next game, there will be two or three more. In 20 years. Each, 20 yeah, years apart. Exactly. They, I, I saw something on Reddit. This is not verified by any means, but something on Reddit indicated that the next volume of FF7 Remake would come out in maybe 2023. Maybe. Okay. Not so, bad. And this is this original drawing came out in 97. So... Well, I mean that's a that's a big jump for you guys uh-huh. to wait, you know, three years versus um, you said ninety seven, ninety seven, yeah. when you were quite quite the Ute. Yeah, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. But that's been yeah. the thing that's driving me. You know, I I haven't bought comics in in over two months. Comic book stores are are I'm you know so to go on onto that. <clears throat> I took a trip. Just, you know, was riding around. I was doing an errand. Mm. And um, as I was riding around in Philly, I was like, so many things were closed. Yeah. And just to think about, like, man, a lot of the things I take for granted that I can just go to Pizzeria Badia, mm-hmm. you know? I can just go to Sketchburger. I can mm-hmm. just go to Brave New Worlds. I can just go to Fat Jack's. I can just go to Amalgam. Well, so Badia, let's just classify this here. If you're not from Philly, this man dropped Pizzeria Badia at the front of the list. This is not your your average like corner pizza joint. Pizzeria. Oh no, no, no. This, oh no, no. This, that that was a bourgeoisie name drop there. Pizzeria Badia. Yeah. We know Joe. Okay, so yeah, we that's that's a different thing. Sketchburger also second in the lineup. They're closed, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so Octavius is like, man, I can't just walk outside and. Pet a dinosaur, you know? Like, I, <laughs> I remember the days. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, you know, the things that that you take for granted. Yeah. And even comic books. Because, you know, when I was out there, I was like, it, it just a natural thought. I was like, oh, man, maybe I could get some. And I was like, oh, wait, that's okay. You can't just, you know. I know. All right, well, let me, well, while I'm out here. Let me see if I can get, oh, no, well, you can't just go to the comp. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like knee-jerk reaction of like, I'm out. Maybe I can go by some of the places that I normally, because, you know, who's outside and who's around and what's going on in this neighborhood. And while I'm here, I might as Right. That's what I'm talking about. That serendipity. That's what I miss. You can just roll up into a neighborhood in <laughs> Philly and there's something happening. Or you can just go in this direction and find something to do. And that's, that's just not really it. Yeah. So comic stores, the thing I've been thinking about, the thing I've been concerned about in light of all the things that we enjoy and i named a bunch of very philly centric stuff just now all of those names are like if you know those things and you're in philadelphia you know the names of the things i just named but for those of you that aren't you know you you may not know Mm -hmm. or you can google them and go oh this is what octavia is talking about but with that being said one of the things that i think about is like if and when if and when these things you know the rona we get it. We get it to a point where we can move forward. Mm-hmm. Some of these things ain't gonna open again. No, 
like some of these things will not be around. Like even just the idea of what's the what's the the theater that's right near near your house? Uh, the Roxy. The Roxy. Like, is the Roxy going to survive? I don't know. Is Amalgam going to survive? Yeah, I don't you know. know. Will we will 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 we be able to go back there again? Brave New Worlds. Yeah, they they've taken advantage of a, a new platform. I think it's called Comics Hub, and mm-hmm. now you can order books online from Brave New Worlds, which which is phenomenal. You wouldn't be able to do that. Originally, you can order books online. I think they can be shipped to you, or you can schedule time to cruise by, yeah. and they'll do sidewalk drop off. That's great. Um, but you know, the, the comic book industry at large, uh, who knows what happens with that? Who knows what happens with that? Comics have been on pause since the beginning or middle of March, and right. uh, that's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of uh, writers and illustrators and and inkers, yep. and it's a lot of people who and have, people who work at the shops. Yeah, people who work at the shops. It's people have to pay rent still. You know, like yeah, oh my God, it's just it's it's hard to think about this. My hope was with comics going through all of this right now. My hope is on the other side of it, it's not as weird and and uh, limited as a, an industry as it has been diamond comics is they run a monopoly mm-hmm. on everything on you told me something like diamond refuses to change can you tell me about that what was that about? yeah well like well, tell Di- us about that diamond diamond runs a monopoly on on the comic book industry as far as distribution goes you want to get a comic made and then distributed you have to go through diamond there's no competitor Unless, Unless you, you just, just go indie with it, you go Todd McFarlane on. Sure, if you go, but even Todd McFarlane uses Diamond for Image, you know. So right, right. As far as I know, I think that's true. And um, uh, you know, unless you go indie and digital, in which case you go full digital, then it doesn't matter. But that's a whole nother thing. Like you need, you only can sell to people who can access that stuff. Yeah. Um, with a tablet or whatever. So you know, I was hoping that maybe there would be some lessons learned about the industry, and and Diamond would change. Maybe there would be mm-hmm. direct to consumer mail. Maybe you could log in to one web page and order stuff, and it would come right. through your local you. shop. That'd be great. But it seems like that's not really going to be the case. It seems like Diamond is uh, trying to do this thing where they are putting a stamp on comic books when, when the comic book industry comes back into into, into play when it comes back to life they're going to be What's putting a stamp they're going to be like putting a seal or a decal on some comics and it'll be like we're in this together and the idea is the president of diamond says well if we start saying comics that have endured this hardship during the quarantine uh are participating in this this decal or whatever then it's a collector's item then it's like oh yeah i, I collected all the quarantine what? comics but the problem is, is like that, well, you know, that's the so ru- funny. comics have been always been run as though it's it like a sense. it's it's like it's a tr- uh, tr- baseball cards or some shit. Like yeah, it, but it's different than that. It should be treated from a different uh, uh, perspective. It's it's a different industry. I'm just disappointed. I thought something different would happen. That's interesting. Like when I first heard you say. I have all the quarantine comics. I was like, who's gonna want that? And I was like, oh, Com- some people. That no, but that totally makes sense because they're always like, check out these twenty variants, right? You know, check out this event, collect them all, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, like that's that's your experience if you want to do that. Yeah, I just know, I just want Daniel Warren Johnson's next next issue. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what I want. I just think that that industry sometimes decisions are made based on a minority of of people, and it's like Hmm. not just a minority, but historically speaking, that's how comics used to work. You have to. Who's collecting comics for like? Well, I'm about to resell this. Yeah, I don't know. You have the Walking Dead number one. What are you going to get? A couple hundred dollars, maybe. Right. 
something like that. And I just, I think the, it is the, the industry operates based on these old notions of, of how the industry used to operate. Right. You know, it's that phrase, you know, what got us here won't get us there. And I was hoping everybody gets that their legs swept out from under them during this period of time. Maybe you learn some hard lessons and you, you make things better, but, uh, I don't know. That's a little optimistic. Speaking of making things better, how are some of our favorite things going to come back different? Like for the movies, for example. Good question. When they open the movies back up, are you going to put a hazmat suit on and go or what? You going to go see Tenet? <sighs> Shit, dog. I don't know. When Tenet comes out in what? June? July? July, I think. Uh-huh. I think July. Uh, I, I, you know, I, we got Mulan coming up. You got Wonder Woman 88, I believe, coming up. You got Tenet coming up. I mean, everything else was moved. You know, they're like, we out. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to get this, try to make sure we get all the money we put out there for this back. Yeah. But, you know, how is the movie, you know, I don't know if you heard, Amazon is rumored to be trying to buy AMC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I read I read a piece. What are you going to do? I read a piece about coronavirus and, you know, some of the way that it, ways that it spread, you know, dosage plus time, like the, um, the amount of exposure you have to something over a period of time. And I, I don't want to be in a movie theater in a small constrained room with a group of people breathing the same air for a long period of time. There's no movie yeah. that's worth that for me right now. Right. And uh, I, uh, yeah, until things change, either I have a really, really strong faith in AMC or, uh, uh, you know, the Riverview that they're going to like make it the safest experience possible. And they right. explain to me how, um, or we have, uh, you know, a cure or a vaccine or there's some shit out there. Or you get a cubicle in the, the movie theaters, turn the chairs in the cubicles instead Sorry. of just seats next to each other. It's crazy. You know, you just get like a, like a bathroom stall. This is why I'm saying some, the movie like that. Some, that sounds disgusting. That sounds like the Riverview as it is, as a matter of fact, you just sitting inside of a bathroom stall. They, just watch it on a small TV, like an airport, like just like the chair behind you. VR, man. Right. Why, why not everybody just put on... <laughs> VR, you know, so Oculus is all around. I think I think a lot needs to get fixed before I feel comfortable being in those small spaces for a long time, especially <laughs> with a movie theater, which is why I was hopeful that some movies uh production companies were releasing their movies digitally. And I understand tough. a lot changes. The whole thing changes. But right. you know, I think there's some movies, New Mutants, that should get that treatment. Go ahead and put on Disney Plus or Hulu. Come Hulu on. Guys. Go ahead and let that thing go. Get a, like, I think you'll get a bump. I will rejoin Disney Plus. If, uh, did, you let, did you let Disney Plus go? I did. Yeah. I let it go. Sad. There's only so many times you can watch Avatar. <laughs> and as it turns out, that's once a day. There's more on there than Avatar. Huh? What, what you say? <laughs> they were using some kind of algorithm. They only showed me one option. <laughs> Every time I go on, everything's blue. It was it was Avatar. Ewan Nagahu was yeah. the, uh, the greeting. <laughs> it was Avatar and it was bed knobs and broomsticks. There's the two options I had. It's weird that, you know, <laughs> I'd never seen the Mandalorian look like he was uh, from Pandora. That's it's right. Odd. And if, if you put in the Konami code on your remote control, you get to see Ooh. all the racist Mickey Mouse cartoons <laughs> from the old days. <laughs> <laughs> the Konami code. I don't know why they put that in there. <laughs> it's weird, but it works. I don't know. Oh, so that's why he wears white gloves. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
the whole history on that. Google the history on why uh, Mickey Mouse wears white gloves. The internet, get ready for that. Um, uh, speaking you, of white gloves, well, what, hold what up. Are you, you going to see Tenet? I'm not. Listen, man. You know, I'm immune. I, I'm not putting my immune system at, at risk. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't. It's, the juice is not worth the squeeze to go see a movie. No. You know what I mean? If they do the digital release along with the, you know, in theater release, I might be able to mess with that or might just have to wait, man. I cannot. It's not worth it yeah. to put myself in harm's way mm-hmm. for a movie. I know some people will, but I can't. You know, <laughs> some people be have just decided that knowing. some people are just too bored of staying inside. So they're just out wild anyway. So, yeah, they don't need an excuse, you know. The entire state of Georgia, for example. (laughs) I don't know what's going on, man. Everybody's doing something different. I read something. uh, It was on Twitter recently, and it was like, uh, right now, the entire world is, or at least the United States of America is in a classroom, and the teacher is like, nobody gets to go outside and play unless you're quiet for the next one minute. (laughs) And, oh, and, I remember that. Yeah, Georgia and Florida are the kids in the back while like now. 55, six, 55 seconds, someone's like, stop touching me. Oh. <laughs> Starting the time all over again. Ruin it forever. Why, why are you always messing it up? He touched, stop touching me. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because it's true. It's horrifying. <laughs> it's like actually horrifying. That is, I mean, in a lot of ways, that's a great analogy. It's like everybody just sits still. One person goes out like, got to start it all over again. Right. This is, I don't know if this is true, but I, I believe I heard the numbers are changing and, you know, not trending positively in some of the places that are re readjusting themselves and opening back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Numbers are spiking again, you know, new cases. Uh, well, well, I mean, duh. Of course. Right. What do you expect? Absolutely. Everywhere, ev- everyone who's, who's an expert in this is like, um, I get what you're trying to do. However, we would advise that you go about it differently. It's like, yeah, 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 whatever. I hear you. And but then, I, well, I don't know. But things, things, are, things are getting worse. It's like, well, yes, we, we advised you right. differently. Right. You chose to move in a way that was not exactly what we advised, and you know you got what you paid for. You know what idea struck me the other day? I was watching. What's this? I was watching Mad Max Fury Road, and I always oh, thought one of the things that's unique one. about Mad Max it was in Road Warrior when it becomes post-apocalypse and mm-hmm. everything is is sand and and all, but they don't really show how exactly that happened, or they they really right. really You're just there. Yeah, they briefly go over it. Doesn't really matter. And I was watching Mad Max Fury Road, and you're looking at the sand dunes, and, and you know, where Mel Gibson has a nice car. No, no, no. I mean, they, that was another time, clearly. But uh, I'm watching, I'm watching Fury Road, and I'm thinking, you know, for for all of the fact that they glaze over the apocalypse in these movies, it's probably because the apocalypse that we're living through right now is so stupid. It's not. It's too stupid to put on camera. Because they'd be like, wow, how did it turn into this desert wasteland that we're all stuck in? And Immortan Joe rules us. Oh, because people wanted to get their hair cut. <laughs> That's what it was. I was like, yeah, people, they were, we were told that you have to stay inside or you get sick. But I just wanted to get my hair cut. All right. That... Yeah, sure. Leave that on the cutting room floor. No reason to show that in the movie because that's stupid. I saw this video. Can I just um, say, I fucking hate our president so much. (laughs) I just have to say that out loud. Get it out of your system, Adam. I try so hard not to bring any of this negativity (laughs) to anyone I know. Couldn't hold it anymore. I should have started this episode with that. (laughs) Step one. Welcome back. Now, back to what I got to say. 
Flying fist. Wow. Uh, I saw this video by Dan, a guy named Dan Merle yeah. about why he loves RoboCop. Yeah. And one of the things he was saying about RoboCop is how in a lot of ways, the satire of RoboCop got a lot of things right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Based off of the way things are right now. Yeah. Of course, maybe want to go watch RoboCop again. That and RoboCop being in Mortal Kombat. Great but, movie. RoboCop's great. Yeah. You ever see that cut of the movie where somebody put it up online? There's and, another cut? Yeah. <laughs> well, There's a Snyder cut of RoboCop? <laughs> sort of. The RoboCut? There's a, <laughs> There's a cut of RoboCop, but it's clearly a joke. And it's the title of the, the, the cut. I think it's on Vimeo. And it's like RoboCop. But every scene is the scene where the guy gets his dick shot off. And it's just like an hour long of that one scene in RoboCop, which I forgot about until I watched that. Yeah. That was a thing in RoboCop. It was a real thing. I was way too young to be watching RoboCop when I was. Oh, my God. Same. Anybody who's a a comic junto, longtime listener knows I was watching movies that I should have been watching way before i was a I, child and when i watched robocop i could like he gets his whole body blown to pieces with his hand shot off oh my that's God. part of the fatality <laughs> in mortal Kombat. <laughs> mortal Kombat game by the way he shoots the guy he shoots his opponent's hand off he does the whole like you know the same thing that happened to murphy that's he grizzly that to one of the one of the, uh, the him the him that's grizzly to do that to somebody like, else drop it uh RoboCop better alive you're coming with me you know what else got it right demolition man Mm. You remember yeah, Demolition I that Man again too? In Demolition I, you know, Man, I, I, with I, I remember Snipes. it, but I don't remember it enough to watch it again and enjoy it. You Dem- know what I'm saying? In Demolition Man, they established that uh, they were like fast the franchise wars, and Taco Bell won the franchise mm-hmm. wars, and now every restaurant is Taco Bell. Yeah, Demolition That's Man. That's where got I got the right. word domicile from. <laughs> <laughs> from Sly? <laughs> I've been using Domicile ever since I heard it in Demolition Man. I love that movie. I really do. I love that movie. Sly Stallone Speak- and, and, and uh, watching um, what The Last Dance and, and t- uh, seeing Dennis Oof. Rodman and how Rodman was inspired by uh, 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 Wesley Snipes in that movie. Hell yeah, man. Yo, Dennis Rodman. Did you watch the last two episodes? I, have, I haven't watched the finale. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it next episode. Well, I mean, like, I know how it happens. I mean, I understand how his life works. Was there any surprises? No, but there's a part in The Last Dance, spoilers for anybody who who hasn't seen this part yet, but this is history, so, you know. Basically, in one of the, like, the finals, like, you know, they have a set of games for the finals. Mm -hmm. Dennis Rodman blows off practice to go and walk down the uh, walk out with Hulk Hogan and smack somebody with a chair. <laughs> NWA. Hulk Hogan goes, there's a couple reasons that are worth missing practice for. It's like, it was probably, I'm watching this documentary and I'm like, Dennis Rodman. It was WCW, right? It was like, uh, yeah. yeah or something. Hogan I don't know what it was, but I just know Dennis Rodman was out there hitting people with chairs. Yeah. And they cut the Phil Jackson's goes, anybody, is anybody see this? And I'm just like, you don't let him out of your sight. Did they not learn that time they told him he could go on vacation to Vegas and he didn't come back for like, Mike Jordan's days. like you're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? Let's tie this all the way back to the beginning of the podcast. Dead or alive, extreme beach volleyball. You remember it? Yeah. Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball was the like totally pornographic, voyeuristic, like spinoff of the DOA fighting game I liked. One of the uh-huh. characters in that game, his name is Zach. And Zach is based on 
Dennis Rodman. And okay. in Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, there's an opening cutscene where Listen Zach- Listen to that name. Listen to the name. Extreme, right. Extreme Beach Dead Volleyball. Dead or Alive. Extreme Beach Volleyball. Beach Volleyball. It kicks ass. When they go to the island, because Zach owns the island, there's this uh, uh, cutscene. And the person who does the voiceover for Zach, Dennis Rodman himself- Wow. He's got two lines. <laughs> it's terrible. He's not a good Dead actor. Or alive, you're coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You should look it up sometime. Dennis Rodman is not a good actor. I mean, he was not in was actor. he in Double Team? Double Double yeah, what was the Junk Club and Damn? Double Team. That's right. Not good. I remember renting that from Blockbuster. Not good. Yikes. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, about shout that. out RIP Blockbuster. Shout and out shout out Rodman himself. I appreciate you. I used to have a... Thank you for the five stars and the positive <laughs> comment, Robin. We know you're listening. Thank you for writing CBJ in your hair. We appreciate you. <laughs> hey, shout out to you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, I remember I used to... My, my family used to collect uh, Beanie Babies, my sister and my brother. And wow. they, they were... Uh, they were like gross-out versions of Beanie Babies that I collected. You mean Cabbage Patch Kids? They were called... They no were Garbage Pail Kids? It was the Garbage Pail Kid treatment, but for Beanie Babies. And they were called Ew. Meanie Babies. Because they were mean. <laughs> and I had one, and it was Dennis Rodmantis. And he was a prank, <laughs> uh, a prank mantis, but it's Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodmantis. Dennis Rodmantis. I had that. Yeah. Wow. He's got a little basketball between his like little hook hands. Yeah. I want to go back to two things that you said. Uh, Mad Max. <laughs> I don't. Fury. Uh, what's what's the drone with Furiosa in it? Was it Mad Max Fury Road? Fury right? Road. Yeah. There's going to be a Furiosa prequel. Um, prequel. Very excited about that. That's coming out. Very excited. That they they were going to try to de-age Charlize Theron. Yeah. Theron. Theron. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, is it what's his name? George George Miller. George Miller. He's like, yeah, man. I appreciate the Irishman and all that. And for the longest, I thought we were gonna just DH her, but it's still a little, a little uncanny valley. I just can't swing it. Shout so out to him uh, because I agree, and I, I love, I love George Miller. He's a smart <laughs> man, and he sees opportunity to do these things. But no, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Right. He also, he shouted out in the same interview, he's like, the people who are doing this the best are Japanese video game companies. They're killing it. But I'm not, I, I just, it doesn't work for me. It's not going to work. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that because I, Irishman had a couple of scenes where I was like, Ugh, Robert no. De Niro does not look like that. <laughs> he does not look the, that this, does not look like anybody. It's 24 that's a year old. old. That's an old man with a baby, small, baby, it's old man face with baby <laughs> soft skin. <laughs> Don't work. No young like, man moves that slowly. This does not. Yeah, with the hobble. <laughs> <laughs> this is the yeah, only 26-year-old kid. kid who had a hip replacement. Don't make <laughs> they, they wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare. <laughs> they wouldn't dare. <laughs> um, also, Sly, Sylvester Stallone has said that he did a Q&A, and they were asking him questions. And he was saying about some of the stunts that he did, you know, that he severely hurt himself, like in Rambo, like in the first blood, when someone falls out of the tree, yeah. they had this guy who, um, this is not the point, but I'm just telling you this because I thought it was interesting. They, <laughs> they got this um, stunt guy. He's like, he can ride on a horse and he can flip all over the horse and all that kind of stuff. But there's this one part and they had to have him walk across um, some rocks and uh-huh. the stunt man's like, I'm not doing that. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone goes and does it. Other parts where he was supposed to fall out of a tree and land in between his hip and his ribs and broke his hip. And Ooh. I'm like, so that's why he's like Jack, but he walks around like, you know, a cardboard cutout. Sure. But outside of that, all that being said, he says there's going to be a demolition man too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they're working on it. Because someone asked the question, like, are they going to be in demolition man too? And then when you hear the question, you're like, no. He's like, actually, wow. um, we uh, submitted it. And that's Sly Stallone, Stallone is the king of revisiting franchises that really do hey, man, need to get. Keep real with you. I'm going to go watch it. Oh, so will I. Especially if Sandra Bullock comes back and snipes. Absolutely. They both need to be in it somehow. Yeah. I can't even remember if Wesley Snipes survives that movie. Probably not. Me either. I don't I know. I don't remember, but uh, I want to see it. Just bring him back as a robot. Yeah. <laughs> just put yeah. his brain inside of, uh, what, what was the thing? T-80. What was the thing in RoboCop? Where yeah, you put the, the brain inside the thing? The, the giant mech. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But well, I would watch just, it for sure. I, I, Demolition Man kicks ass. It's a cool movie. Absolutely. Easy. The, uh, I am sold already. The I, I have one one last thing I want to share with you, and then I, I, I got to get out of here. Um, Fair enough. I am very excited because of the documentary series, The Last Dance, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I finally had the opportunity to sit down with my girlfriend and make her watch Space Jam for the first time. Ooh, She had never okay. seen Space Jam. Okay. And I don't know when the last time you watched Space Jam was. A month or two ago. It doesn't hold up that great. The jokes aren't that funny. No. And it is like 50 minutes long. It's a very (laughs) short film. Yeah. Because Jordan was training uh, for his comeback. Right, 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 right. And he he was actually flying all-stars down to play with him in between shots, which was crazy. But I just, I had to rewatch Space Jam and I thought... The fact that they're making Space Jam 2 is wild because they still only have one female character, Lola. And there was only one reason she got created. It was to be a sexy cartoon character. There are no other <laughs> female characters except for the old Babs Bunny. lady. Babs Bunny and uh, El, is it Elmira? Well, those were the Tiny Toons. Do you think I'm Babs? Just, I'm just, I'm reaching. I'm reaching. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm reaching for whatever's out there. So it makes me Tweety wonder. Bird is Tweety. You don't know what Tweety is. Actually. We talked about this because I said what I had always, Tweety? I always thought that Tweety was, uh, was a girl because she has very long lashes, but that's not anything. I don't know. Yeah. Unclear. I don't know. I guess you're right. Unclear. Lola's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah. Lola Fury Space. Road. Space Jam 2, Lola's Revenge. Lola shaves her head, does the like the black on the top of her face like Charlize. Right. This time, it's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be cool. I, I would watch. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway, so it doesn't You're going to watch Lola's Revenge? I would watch Lola's She can't shave her head. Her hair was her ears. That'd be messed up. <laughs> <laughs> she comes back with no ears. I'm serious. That movie real difficult to watch now because it opens and closes on R. Kelly ballads. And well, it's it's hey. definitely an interesting uh, time capsule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you got Basketball Jones with Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes, and uh, Daffy Duck. And what else? Oh, uh, you remember the song "You Buggin'"? Maybe uh, not Off by the soundtrack. Name. "You Buggin'," which is entirely performed like it's it's just rap rap from Bugs Bunny. It was written by Jay Z. Jay Z wrote that. Oh. He, you gotta go, go watch it. Gotta go listen to that now. Yeah, it's a mess, but you can hear Jay Z. You know, like you can hear his. Uh, you can hear his, his lyricism, the way he puts it together. Right. Right. Exactly. 
Well, internet, that is going. We're going to bring a close to Compu Junto quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be coming back to do this um, as time and uh, mental stability permits. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys checking back in with us, mm-hmm. listen to us, catch up and talk about geek culture stuff. If there's anything that you want to talk to us about or you want us to talk about on the next episode, hit us up at Octavius A. Newman, at Comic Book Junto, at Adam Tedderis. Let us know what you think of this episode, what we talked about, and what you'd like to talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. Adam, what else you got? Yeah, if you want to have a conversation with me about Final Fantasy VII Remake, you can hit me up on Twitter at Adam Tedderis. Please, please indulge me. This is like, I need to speak with human beings more often than I'm doing right now. And FF7 Remake, that's what I want to talk about. We got to talk about the ending. Someone, please, we got to talk about the ending. I'm just going to spoil it for Octavius. It'll mean nothing to him. I don't, I, you know what? I, honestly, when you were talking about it just now, I was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. I'd actually like to hear what the ending of it was. We, we should I'm discuss. I'm probably not going to play it. Yeah, we should discuss. We'll, we'll talk about it because I think you will appreciate it creatively. That's what that's I'm good. Saying. That's all. Also, since I since we're all at home and I'm getting more into video games, my gamer tag on PlayStation uh, is Crackoon, like K R, like the onomatopoeia when Thor comes down with the hammer. K R A dash K O O M. Hit me up on there if you want to play uh, Streets of Rage and uh, punch people in the face. Well done getting that that gamer tag. That's a good one. I don't think anybody else cares about that. That's why I thought no it was so way. cool. You know better than that. There's no. I way. know. That's why I was surprised. I was able to get it. Yeah, that is surprising. How is no one else thinking like, you know, nobody else is a comic book fan. Nobody else thinks about the sound that that makes. I mean, I just thought that was so because, you know, going back to, you know, graffiti tags and breakdancer names and rap names, like having something that somehow connects to what you are, but it's different and unique. I was so surprised nobody else had that. But I'll take it. Yeah, I I, got to get myself a PlayStation Network name. As soon as I have one, I'll share it. Yeah, just get uh, go in there and get uh, Old Man Tetris or Adam Jumpman Tetris <laughs> or Adam Jehoshaphat Tetris. Wow, so many to choose from, really. Yeah, Adam Juice Man Tetris. <laughs> I got to go through our AKAs and I'll just close my eyes and pick one. <laughs> just uh, put your finger down and that's it. Wow, okay, all right. I guess it's going to be... Uh, I don't remember any of them right now off the top of my head. <laughs> iOS 10 bands. iOS 10 bands. <laughs> That'll really put a date on things. Yeah, perfect. You're like, what does that even mean? Guys, it was a song that came out around don't iOS. Don't worry about it. Don't even it's worry. It's fine. You, people who get it, get it. That's okay. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, well, internet, that's it. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. Uh-huh.